Sports Talk Chicago. John Zaglou back at it here with you. John Meadows directing and producing. Big thank you to all of our great radio and TV affiliates. WKAN 105.5 The Ticket, ACTV, Cities 92.9 FM, WJOB and Jet TV. Um, last segment here of the program going to be Bears heavy, but want to make sure I mention that if you missed any part of this show, including just a captivating, um, honest, candid interview with Billy Wagner, who's on the Hall of Fame ballot for Major League Baseball, who's on his ninth year and may get in this year, got to go back and podcast it at sportstalkchicago.com. You can watch the full interview as well on the YouTube page at Sports Talk Chicago. You can uh, like the video and also subscribe to the channel for more great interviews and, and content there. Uh, Billy was great and uh, certainly appreciative of him for coming on, especially with the results for the balloting uh, coming out here in a couple of weeks. So we really hope that he gets in. Um, Bears football. <laughs> it's been so much going on. I know people have been uh, angry, angry in the comments, angry about what's going on with Justin Fields and the Bears. And boy, do I have a report to get people even more pissed off. <laughs> Well, let me put it this way. Uh, A Bears insider thinks that the Justin Fields decision has already been made. This is via sports mockery, but also it comes from an aggregation of Adam Johns of The Athletic. So here's what John said, though, and this was in an article. He wrote this. I'm surprised he wrote it. Quote, the moneyball reality, though, is that Justin Fields' current level of production, particularly as a passer, shouldn't be that difficult to replace, and that the team adds a quarterback on a rookie contract. The next step for Poles and the Bears can simply be taking Williams or May with the Panthers pick, and then the best player on their draft board with their own pick, which should still be in the top 10. They could also trade that second first rounder for more draft capital. Ryan Poles is prepared for these conversations. He built himself this situation. Now, this is the biggest quote of the day. Ryan Poles, quote, built himself this situation to pivot from fields. If he considered it the best move for the team, his decision comes next. That's Adam Johns talking about Justin Fields and the looming decision that Ryan Poles has to make. People don't want to hear it. People are mad about it. But has Justin Fields improved that much? And that's my next question. And I know he's improved a little bit. He's certainly better from you know today to year from year one, right? His rookie year was obviously a disaster and, you know, a lot of issues there. There were problems, right? But Justin Fields is a similar quarterback. Justin Fields has always been the same quarterback. He's averaging one touchdown and one pick a game for his entire career. He's averaging on a per-season basis less than 3,000 passing yards. I mean, Adam Johns is not incorrect in his assessment. Whether you like it or not, that's up to you, but the numbers don't lie. And I'm going to make comparisons and make thoughts and make prognostications Based on numbers and based on the reality of the situation, whether you like it or not. Adam Johns said it cut and dry. Ryan Poles built himself this situation to pivot from fields if necessary, and that field's current level of production, particularly as a passer, I'm not talking about running. He's a great runner. To his credit, I've never once bashed his ability to move the football with his legs, whether it be scrambling, whether it be designed runs, I don't like the fact that running seems to be his first resort over passing because it's pretty true. If anything breaks down immediately, he's running. That's not what a quarterback should do. But nevertheless, he finds ways to make plays, finds ways to make a highlight reel play per game, move the ball forward, run, and and score, right? I'm not going to bash his running ever. It's great. It's entertaining. As a passer, though, we got a different conversation. we got a different situation that we have to discuss. Ryan Poles and 
Kevin Warren and company, I'm sure, are discussing it every single day at Handles Hall. Matt Eberflus isn't because he's going to be fired. I hope. Fields' current level of production, particularly, specifically as a passer, shouldn't be that difficult to replace. Shouldn't be that difficult to replace. That's what they say about Justin Fields. And you could cry and whine all you want, but the fact is, based on his numbers, it isn't difficult to replace. He's averaging 195 yards per game this year. That's a record, but that's that that that's his best year ever. Passing 195 yards per game. People have bemoaned the Bears for years, even as far as I can remember, talking about Jay Cutler, Kyle Orton, Rex Grossman, Tate McDown. Why aren't they ever passing for 300 yards in a game? Well, they could make the same criticism for Justin Fields, too. He's averaging 195 a game, and his passer rating's actually worse than last year. Oh, but, but wait a minute. The interceptions that were counted against him were dropped both times. They shouldn't have counted. B.S. The fact is, these are the numbers, and this is what it says. And what it says here is that he has 15 touchdowns and 9 picks. His completion percentage has regressed back to where it was last year. It's actually almost similar. His passing yards are up. His touchdowns are about the same. They might be a little bit higher if he played a full 16-17 game season. His interceptions are right on par, not going to be worse. So, what are we talking about here? (laughs) I mentioned this last week, and I'm going to say it again because it seems like the calls to keep fields are getting louder and louder. And if you don't agree, you're going to get barraged with comments like we have. Here's the facts of the matter. If you still have to justify and really dig your heels in about the candidacy of Justin Fields, about his future here in Chicago, about what they should do, then you're guilty. And he's guilty of not being able to stay. It's Mitch Trubisky all over again. Whether you supported him or not, the fact is there was a group who loved him and a group who didn't. And those who loved him stuck their heels in forever, even to this day. Those who didn't like him said ship him off after two years in Chicago, let alone four or five that he got. It's the same thing here. And at the end of the day, I like Mitch. He left. And you know what? It worked out. It did work. It worked out for everybody. But now we have a different situation. We have a staunch group of supporters who are Justin Fields truthers, if you will. And then we have those who are actually looking at this from a realistic lens. The reality is hitting whether people like it or not. 15 touchdowns and nine picks is not elite. I see people every day, I saw it today, comparing Justin Fields to Lamar Jackson. There were questions being asked to the effect of, maybe not at the numbers level, but should Lamar Jackson and Justin Fields be compared together? you got to be kidding me. But here, And here's the funny part. They leave out the numbers stuff. They say, not at the numbers level, but just on the eye test. They're the same, right? Dumb question. What are you talking about? Leave out the numbers. Lamar Jackson's a winner, MVP, great quarterback. No doubt about it. Justin Fields, way different story. He's not an MVP. He's not a winner. And he's not a great quarterback. He's all right. Everybody is jumping through hula hoops, trying to find ways to justify him staying. Everybody's jumping through, I don't even know, they're they're leaping hurdles to try and keep this kid. I like Justin Fields as a person. I like him as a runner. I don't like him as a passer. And economically speaking, financially speaking, for this team, it also makes sense to get rid of him because you're improving the roster around him. You don't have to pay him anything. You're bringing a rookie quarterback with a good roster. That's how you're going to win football games. Dealing with this, again, is going to be worse. And here's the kicker. 
Let's say they fire Luke Getz and keep Justin Fields. Let's say Justin doesn't do well next year or does average again. What's the excuse going to be then? It's his third coordinator in four years. The excuses will never end. The justifications will never end. It's just going to be continually defending him. And I'm all right defending somebody if you come out and say, hey, I'm a fan first. Or conversely, if you say, hey, I have some numbers to prove otherwise. There are no numbers to prove that Justin Fields is elite. And the people who continually defend him are not being honest, coming out saying, hey, I'm a fan of him first, so I'm going to defend him. If you're truly a fan of his, you're a follower of his, you know, you followed him since college, you like him, you have an affinity towards him, and you state that, I got no issue with you defending him. Really, I don't. We all have our favorites. Everybody does. If you say you're unbiased, you're, there's no way, right? Everybody has an inkling or leaning towards somebody. You just heard me talk about it with Billy Wagner, right? Uh, yeah, I want him to be in the Hall of Fame. I came out and stated that bias. That's fine, right? But when you don't state it, claim you're being unbiased, and then bring up BS numbers that have nothing to do with the situation, or bring up hearsay like, well, I think Justin Fields and Lamar Jackson are similar, but not from numbers, not from a numbers perspective, then you look like a dummy. And I am so sick of jumping through hoops and making unbelievable justifications to keep Justin Fields. At the end of the day, the numbers speak for themselves, whether you like it or not. Sorry. The Bears might keep him and I'll look like an idiot, you know, over the offseason. Oh, see, we told you, you know, oh, they kept him. You know what? He didn't tell me anything. You showed me that they settled for mediocrity at the, at the passing position, not at the running position. He's a great runner. In terms of passing the football, if they keep Justin Fields, they're settling for mediocrity or average quarterback play. He's not a top 15 quarterback in football. And they're going to they're gonna have the number one, maybe number two pick next year. How do you not draft a quarterback when you have that waiting in the wings? You have a roster that's getting better and you could save money in addition to getting rid of somebody who isn't just amazing. He's okay, but he's not amazing. I heard people on the radio last week and now it's coming out more and more saying, well, he may never be an elite quarterback. No one's giving them crap. Why are you giving it to me then? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Justin Fields. He's a nice guy, good quarterback in terms of running, in terms of skill, in terms of athleticism. Just not good enough passing. Once we all accept that, it's going to be easier to move on, look towards the future, because there's an exciting future here in Chicago. Bring in a new head coach. You draft a quarterback. This roster gets better. You're talking about a 10-win team next year. There's no reason why this team can't win 10 games next year with a better enhanced roster with a new head coach and a new quarterback. No reason why not. But if they keep Justin Fields, just expect the same old, same old to occur. Bears and Falcons are going to be facing off this weekend. Could this be a precursor? to Justin Fields' new team. I, I kid, of course, but there have been lots of talks about Justin Fields going there. Remember, Ryan Pace is an executive there. Uh, Phil Embry's still an executive there. Ryan Pace drafted Justin Fields. Obviously, Pace saw something in him. Maybe something occurs there. <laughs> I don't know, but it's a thought. Fields and company are going to finish off against Atlanta this weekend. Atlanta's playing for something right now, but they got their backup quarterback in, Taylor Heineke. Because Desmond Ritter is a bust. That's a fact. Atlanta needs to win to stay alive in the NFC South divisional race. They're seven and eight right now. Tampa Bay's eight and seven, I believe. If Tampa wins and the Falcons even win, though, I, I think they might be out. So the Falcons really need to win and get some help. This they're going to be playing from a position of desperation. Taylor Heineke's been okay in the limited time he's gotten. Four touchdowns, one pick. 
Heineke, though, in the past, and even up until today, always has interception trouble. He plays a gutsy game, and I like that about him. He's certainly a competitor, but he has interception trouble, completion percentage trouble, as evidenced by his 60% rating or uh, percentage this year. And he's not a starting caliber quarterback. Not running the football, they're going to have Robinson, Bijan Robinson, who, ironically enough, was uh, Roshan Johnson's uh, RB1 in college. Bijan Robinson was the number one running back, and Roshan kind of backed him up. So they're going to face Bijan Robinson, who's had a great rookie season. Despite limited carries, only 188, almost has 1,000 yards, averaging 5-plus yards per carry. Tyler Algaier is going to be running two. Cordero Patterson's in the mix now as a running back as well. That's going to be fun. And Jonu Smith, Kyle Patrick, London. I mean, this team is not bad in terms of Atlanta. I think they're going to come away with a win in this game because they're playing for their season right now. They're playing for their season. I think it's going to be a close game. If the Bears win the turnover battle, then I'll be wrong, right? I'm fine with being wrong on it, but this is for their season. If they lose, it's over. Even if they win, it could be over. Maybe they're playing for Arthur Smith. He could be on the hot seat, too, at the end of this season. Who knows? They're certainly playing for a new quarterback, though, too. Maybe it'll be Justin Fields. So my prediction for this one is going to be close, but for the Bears, no cigar. Bears are going to fall in this one. My prediction is 24 to 20, they lose. The Bears are going to lose this one 24 to 20 to Atlanta. It's going to be a close game, probably going to be a fun game. Maybe Justin Fields does something spectacular again, but just can't come up with a victory when needed. Um, and at the end of the day, everyone's still being evaluated. I think the decision's been made, but. I certainly hope that Fields does well. You know, Eberplus is still in the hot seat. These evaluations, quote-unquote, are still being made, so we'll see how they do, too. Gatsy as well. All three of them are in the ringer right now, and we're going to have to see how all this plays out for them and their future. But, you know, this game and then the Packers are all that's left, and then all of a sudden the off-season of chaos will occur, and we're going to see what exactly the Bears deal. Two games left, that's it. Two games left to determine or start to end the determination of their future. There's a lot at stake here. So we'll see how this one plays out. My thoughts are Bears are going to fall on this one, though, 24 to 20. And that'll do it for us here today on Sports Talk Chicago. I appreciate everybody tuning in. A huge, huge thank you to Billy Wagner. If anybody out there is listening, again, especially if you're a baseball writer, vote for him. Put him in the Hall of Fame. He deserves it. Great guy, great person off air, on air. Really happy he joined us here today. Big thank you to John Meadows directing and producing and all of you for tuning in. Follow us all over at Sports Talk Chicago. Hit the like button, subscribe to us on YouTube at Sports Talk Chicago. And a big thank you to all of our great TV and radio affiliates. WKAN 105.5, the ticket, ACTV, JANTV, WJLB, and City's 92.9 Talk FM. Remember, too, you're around on Sunday. We're going to have the live broadcast of Bears Falcons on the Sports Talk Chicago YouTube page. So be sure to check that out as well. Thank you so much for watching and listening. Until next week, so long, everyone.